WNST, AM 1570, Taos in Baltimore. We are doing a cup of Super Bowl. It is Crab Cake Row. We're down here at Fadley's in the beautiful Lexington Market. I've got all sorts of guests. I'm a little behind on uh, uh, certain times. Bill McCarthy's here from Catholic Charities. Uh, no stranger to WNST. No stranger to charitable things. Certainly no stranger to Baltimore and running banks for many years. How long has it been since I've seen you or been able to, like, chat with you in this fight? I see you at various events, but I don't know that we've ever, like, sat next to each other, grabbed a drink or a water or a meal together. It is a pleasure to have you here. How are you, Bill? It's so great to be here. Uh, i got to get your mic right. You're on two, not three. There you go. It is great right. to be here. It's great to be <laughs> anywhere. Hear myself, too. Yeah. It's great to have your mic on. How are you? Doing fantastic, Ness. How are you? I'm, I'm excellent. <clears throat> well, you know... Catholic Charities, I want to talk to you about this, but I was driving uh, from up in the reservoir, was up at Four Corners coming down the Laney Valley Road, and I saw Stella yeah. Maris. This is three days ago. And I'm coming down, and I saw Catholic Charities on the outside of it. And remember, my radio station's two miles from there, Pine right. Ridge up that way, right? And I was driving in, and I thought, is that where you are? And I thought that would be the lead of my conversation with you to say, is that where you are? That's, that's great. We're there for sure. Um, we have 200 locations throughout Maryland, so we're, we're in many places. But right there where you passed is our Villa Maria School. We also have St. Vincent's Villa, a residential program for children. Well, St. Vincent's is something near and dear yeah. to my heart. I mean, we talk about original charities. I, I talked to Will last segment about... Uh, my father starving as a kid and why we're doing this for the Maryland Food Bank. And we are doing this for the Maryland Food Bank with our friends at the Maryland Lottery Win Donation and uh, Jiffy Lube. We're going to be all week. We're going to be everywhere. But, um, I, I, you know, in, in regard to what you do and all these places, I mean, I don't know enough about a lot of these charities. And I know you. I know you through banking. I know you through your unfortunate loss many years ago, which we did our best to support you. But you know, all these years later, this is a week for me to learn. Like, literally, yeah. when I passed it, I saw the sign. I'm thinking, is that your base or are you supporting that? And when I went by there, all I could remember was 20 years ago, 25 years ago now. I've been on here 32 years. I work with Ed Block. Ed Block was the only charity I worked with in the 90s. And the reason for that was Larry Harris, who covered the Colts back in the day at the Evening Sun. When I worked at the Evening Sun, Ed Block was a big part of our... Every year, the Baltimore Sun got behind it. Every year, we went out to Martins West. We did feature stories on all the football players that were. This is when we didn't have Colts. Right. This is. This is. I worked at the paper from '84 to 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 '92. We didn't have the Colts, so it was the only football thing the NFL did in Baltimore every year. And I felt like, and this is before we even had the team, 93, 94, I was at those events at Martins West with Wayne Gruen and uh, with uh, Sam Lamantia, whose son Paul cuts my hair, and. The Ed Block thing and what you were doing with children there, it, it inspired me. I went to an event there in 1995-96, and I would have been an orphan child. You know, my parents not taking me in. Both my parents were, they struggled, my mm -hmm. paternal parents. And I was adopted by a family that lost their son in a drowning at the age of 12, my parents. And I didn't respect that or understand that at 27, 28, 29 years of age. But I went in there that day, and I saw these children running around, and I thought, all right, we, Nasty Nestor needs a charity. You know? yeah. Nasty Nestor needs to be involved in it. And this is 1996, 95, 96. And I think about those children there. Man, they're Will's age, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you, you had 26 years to the 11-year-old kid. They're 37 years old now. 
And this is the kind of work you have done forever and other people, but so many people have made, St. Vincent Center was a place I went every single year with the kids and the football players. Yeah. I went out there and played football with those kids every year. That's a, that's a great memory. And, you know, it was the first Courage House in the United States was St. Vincent's. I knew that. Yeah. Now so they have 20? Maybe more than 20, that, right? yeah. More than 20, actually. But it started there. It's still vibrant there. It brings so much joy to the kids, too. They're, they're well, always the so excited. When the football players would come, they would sing to the football players. They would make gifts. For, like, God, it'll make me cry thinking about it. Yeah. You know? I've already cried twice this morning. <laughs> you know, start talking about David Modell. I get, I get emotional here. We had the yeah. American Cancer Society. All right, Catholic Charities. Bill McCarthy is our guest. If you don't know Bill, you're not from Baltimore. Uh, you ran banks for a long time, right? I mean, that was your primary. That was a, the, sure, tax lawyer and a that, banker. You thought that was going to be your life's work, right? Yeah. So how that changed, you know, uh, 16 years ago, or actually 17 years ago, our daughter Erin passed away. And frankly, that's how we really got close. Uh, You know, Erin died of osteosarcoma, you know, after battling that disease for three and a half years. 17? Yeah. She was 17. I know that. No, she was 14. 14. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it was 17 17 years years ago. ago. I know she was a a teenager. I knew that. Yeah. So she was diagnosed at 11, died at 14. But being a Baltimore person and always trying to live my life of, of giving back and actually supporting and living with purpose, you know, I had the opportunity to take over Catholic Charity 16 years ago. And it allows me every day to know that lives are changed, our community is made stronger, and people are better off. I, I wake up every morning knowing that people who are hungry today are being fed. People not sheltered are being sheltered, and people out of work are being placed in jobs. And that's just three of the that's 80 things we do. That's a big three. Yeah. So uh, super excited to be here uh, to talk about, um, you, you, you and Will were talking about food insecurity, for example. Well, what, is cha- what is Catholic Charities? At its heart, national, multinational, internet, give, give it. Because so, it- so in Maryland, we're the largest private human service agency in the state. We serve everyone from birth to our oldest neighbors. So it's the whole lifetime of service to our neighbors who have a need. And where we can fill that need, we fill it. From here to Garrett County to Allegheny County. Just like crab cakes with me. Yeah. I fill my belly. You fill charities. Yeah. So, so the basis for Catholic Charities, where, where can people learn more, do more? And I know you're a wealth of information list because when I think of Catholic Charities... I think of you yep. uh, more than anything else because you've been in front of it forever. But I, I also realize I don't know enough about it. So if people want to go to cc-md.org, you can find out, you know, all about Catholic Charities, all of our programs where you may live, you know, throughout this area or throughout the state, and opportunities to volunteer, support, and learn more. Really, we want to educate our neighbors about the plight and journeys that people are taking, where we can just give a hand up by helping people with an act of kindness, it could be a meal, it could be mentoring, it could be providing health services, all sorts of things uh, that every day. I call Catholic Charities a movement to improve lives. You know, almost 8,000 volunteers each year coming in, you know, and that's a good, that's a Baltimore positive story. Neighbors that don't know each other coming together uh, for a common purpose of just helping their neighbor. Do you have a Super Bowl for Catholic Charities? Is there one thing every year that is the biggest initiative that you do? Yeah, there's a a couple things. Our leadership breakfast right before Christmas every year, which is served at our daily bread, brings people together, you know, to support the agency's work and also to learn more about what takes place. It's always the the first Wednesday in December and great way to kick off the holiday. And of course, there are other events throughout the year. 
But what I'd like to share just a little bit, it starts at our daily bread because it reminds us of, you know, why we're there. You know, a lot of people do events at uh, venues like hotels or clubs or whatever. We like to do it uh, 7.30 in the morning, knowing that their neighbors are coming for the only deal that, meal they're going to get that day at 10.30 uh, to remind people why they're there. And I, I think of a sports analogy of our daily bread. Our, our daily bread opened June 1st, 1981, and it was originally in the corner of Franklin and Cathedral Streets. Okay. My sister's place is there now. Since January, uh, June 1st, 1981, till today, we have not missed a day of feeding our neighbors who are hungry. That's blizzards. That's better than Cal Ripken Street. That's, that's a street. That's a street. So to, to give you the tally on that, that's almost 15,000 uninterrupted days, 8 million meals wow. served to people who are hungry by volunteers, neighbors feeding Uh-oh. neighbors. That, that, that's an amazing story. Yeah. So since 1981. Yeah, how about that? So that's something I remember uh, getting a call by the Sun Paper during the blizzard. Uh, and that's when they still had that. Going to be open, you're asking, right? <laughs> yeah. They every said, blizzard you've been open. Yeah, every blizzard. And they said, well, what, what stories do you have? I said, well, you're covering stories about parking, yeah, you know, lawn chairs and parking spots. <laughs> Why don't you look out your window and you can see the line of people coming in just to get a warm meal and to get out of the elements, you know, for an hour, being served by neighbors that are giving uh, back to one another. So it's a really... It's a movement. It's positive. It's the things we don't hear about that we should be talking more about. Well, I mean, I, I, I did a news program at Fox 45 the other day, and I watched BAL over the week. It's bad, 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 bad. I, I, I like Baltimore positive. I like telling good stories. Interesting you would say you do your daily bread, your, your, your Super Bowl, your annual executive thing that you do at our daily bread. One of the inspiration, because I'm 55, Bill, like, I'm inspired by what you went through with your, your, your daughter and our role in that and, and seeing you out on, on, on social media. I did a thing with the food bank, not the Maryland food bank, believe it or not, the Indianapolis food bank, all right? Oh. So ho- hold on here. It, it, there's a story behind this. The Indianapolis Super Bowl in 2011, um, I had done a taste of the NFL every year. The uh, night before the Super Bowl, a guy named Wayne Kostrowski, who's a uh, restaurateur in Minnesota, founded this 35 years ago, back in the early 90s. He um, got with the NFL, much like Ed Block. It was NFL sanctioned. And in every Super Bowl city, they had this big event. And it was always in a, in a convention center or a big ballroom or big space. Thousands of people. Miss America's there. They would bring bands like Ario Speedwagon, Brooks and Dunn, big bands, Bare Naked Ladies, big private event. Super Bowl lights, NFL players there. Every team had a chef. Nancy Longo from Pierpoint mm. was the Baltimore chef, and there would always be a celebrity. Sometimes it would be Matt Stover or Kadri Ishmael signing autographs at the table. So you had the Browns table, the Ravens table, the Dolphins. The Dolphins would bring some chef making some good fish thing from Miami or whatever. So it was a tasting event. And they were always at these swanky events, swanky places. And this one wound up being at the food bank in Indianapolis that year because they couldn't find anywhere else to, to host it. Wayne told me this later. And we went to the food bank that night, and this was a different kind of party. Now, you're partying in a warehouse. Literally, it was this giant warehouse at the end of nowhere in Indianapolis. And there are 5,000 people there the night before the Super Bowl, eating, drinking, 
players. It was the, you're an old Colts fan, right? Absolutely. All right. You remember Burt Jones? Absolutely. Remember Burt having his shoulder separated by a, a big defensive end named Bubba Baker, Al oh, Bubba yeah. Baker. Detroit Lions, Silver Dome. It was a preseason game, and it wrecked Burt's career. Really was the beginning of losing yeah. the franchise, yeah. really. I mean, when Burt got hurt. Bubba Baker was there that night signing autographs at the Cleveland Browns table because he was a Browns alum. I think of him as a lion, but... Right. And I had my camera on him. I asked him about Burt Jones. He said, yeah, I meant to hurt him. I wanted to hurt him. I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear that. It was Whoa. a weird interview, right? That night, we had a couple glasses of wine. The band played whatever. We couldn't leave. Cabs would not come to the food bank at, at the end of the end of the street. And there are hundreds of people that could not get back downtown the night before the Super Bowl. And I'm stuck at the food bank... We were stuck there till 2 in the morning. Wow. We just, they were sending buses and fighting. Like, nobody got to leave. Everybody kind of hung out at the food bank. And I called Wayne about a month ago when I dreamed this crazy thing up. And I said to Wayne, you trapped me at the food bank, so eventually I give to the food bank. So I'm going to tell Carmen Del Guecho when he comes by on Thursday that it was a night trapped at the food bank that inspired this thing in some way, in some small way. But it is sort of... When people come down to our daily bread and they're there, they get to see a different side of, hey, I'm Bill, write me a check or write me a corporate right. check or just give something. Or, I think it is different. And I've, on Thanksgiving, gone to West Baltimore and uh, as part of a basket brigade with Tony Robbins, um, served food on Thanksgiving Day. Sure. And if you've never done that in your life, if I inspire anybody to do anything this week, volunteer one time in your life. One time, and it could be our daily bread. It could be, could it be would, the food bank. Could be the food, but it could be yeah. with anybody. But if you see people who woke up this morning not knowing where their next meal is coming from, and I've never been so unfortunate. I told the story about my father. If if you've been that person and you see these people every day of your life, people that are really unfortunate and need society's help, we hear about politically handouts and and giving free stuff away and. And, and entitlement, all of these words that we put on poor people, you know, that we have, we've ostracized them and we've stigmatized poverty in this country. Yeah, we've shamed something that should be, uh, we should be above shaming it and, and, and it should be below being shameable to be, to be, to be hungry in this country. And, and, and to your recommendation, if you volunteer just once, or at least to start. You'll do it again. You'll do it again. Because what you realize is we're more alike than we're different. Uh, we're, we're closer than we oh, are. yeah. People's journeys are different. And there's this sen great sense of purpose and achievement as doing something as simple as serving a meal or, or mentoring a child or just doing an activity with a child or, or, or just trying to help somebody mock interview for a job. And then you realize that this human connection is what gives us purpose. And we have such a positive experience. You hear more and more from volunteers. I feel like I've got more out of this day than I was giving. And we said, well, you know, I view our role as, as nonprofits and Catholic charities specifically. Yeah, the people that are come for a service or come with a, present a need, we certainly serve them. But Serving the volunteer is just as important because that's what creates this movement. And then that gives people greater meaning in their lives as well uh, going forward. 
Is this why I have guys like Bill McCarthy come by? Uh, it is a, a cup of soup or bowl. It's uh, for the Maryland Food Bank, but the whole idea is here. I tried to get 100 charities out this week. I think I'm going to be stuck somewhere in the mid-60s okay. because I just couldn't physically find 100 you- charities and slot them all. And some people were around. Some people said Casey cares. Casey couldn't make it. She's like, I'm sending somebody. People are sending people that can make it here this week. But maybe next year we'll get up to 100. Yeah. But I think every story individually is important and what people can do. So, Bill, tell everybody out there right now what volunteer how does someone how do i volunteer what would i do go to the website click the volunteer button and show an email that way simple as that right cc-md.org and click on volunteer and we'll find where you are what you're interested in volunteering in in dundalk let's just say i'm gonna be in dundalk tomorrow costas what do do we know about dundalk sure close to you we have the dundalk de villa maria clinic right on dundalk avenue and there's a drop-in center for kids after school could be an opportunity uh, to volunteer there as well. What if I'm in White Marsh, uh, Bel Air Road area? What, oh, yeah, what if I'm we, in there? that's great. You're go, doing this. Uh, yeah, we have uh, Gr- Crossroads Senior Community right there on Fitch. So you can come down and, and work with our, our seniors uh, there I played as well. basketball at the Bicota Center with my late great friend Alan Goldstein many years ago. Yeah. And I see these senior centers with these basketball programs. It, you know, I'm, I'm trying to fix my back and my knee. I'm walking like John Wayne a little bit with my knee lately, trying to get it together. I was in PT a couple weeks ago. I said this young girl was there. She had her hip. She was a, uh, I was up in uh, Harford County. And I said, man, I get up in the morning. I'm walking like John Wayne. And the girl said to me, Who's John Wayne? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And I said, man, I'm walking like John. So uh, Towson area, what do you got in Towson for us? So we have Trinity House right in Towson across from the library. It's another senior building. Uh, Downtown Towson. Downtown Towson. We have Gallagher Homes, uh, which is our group homes for adults with intellectual disabilities, and a Gallagher Day program right there as well. So there's Catholic charity is not even one thing. It's not just seniors. Saying, not, you said it's not just Catholic people. Let's well, start with that. No, right? it's more. It's we, we serve everybody, and that's what we want. I'm out a there. recovering Catholic. We uh, all are. You know, yeah. I'm trying to get right. I was, th- I was thinking that where you grew up over at Fatima. We have two senior buildings right there on Kane Street. Now we bought the property from the parish, and now you know, I, I my first home I bought was 428 Kane Street. Yeah. So and I hear these people pitching about mortgage rates. 8.75 yeah. back in 1986. <laughs> yeah. 875, you know? I yeah. mean, people have been spoiled with free money. Uh, that's uh, Well, you're a banker. Yeah, at heart, I know that. Right? So, you know, I mean. <laughs> so I remember too. And when you tell, you know, I tell my 20 year old son that, he goes, Dad, you're out of touch. Every you know, time so. I drive by Kane Street, I think of Anchor Post Fence there and, yeah. you know, Our Lady of Fatima, where I was confirmed and, yeah. uh, you know, it got my first Holy Communion, so, the whole deal, CCD. So, so two, two senior buildings there. If we have time, I'd love to talk about one new project sure. we just undertake. Absolutely. That's why we're here. So I grew up in West Baltimore, St. William, New York, and I played basketball. And we used to play in St. Edward's Gym off of Poplar Grove uh, every Saturday morning. I don't know where it is. Where's Poplar so, Grove? So it's south. It's all south. It's the Rose, greater Rosemont neighborhood. It's, it's just south of Evanston Village off of Evanston okay. Avenue. So, Walbrook almost in. Uh, not quite. Don't, okay. you, you defend them. All right, go, go. You know, all right, Baltimore go. neighborhoods are very... Uh, I, I got you. Yeah, all right. So, Somebody, so I, we'll call I, it Greater I, Rosemont, which encompasses I about six Edgewood neighborhoods. I called an Edgewood guy Joppa Town the other day. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like yeah. calling me Essex. So it's got a pride. Don't do that, you know. So what we've done is we finally... Um, the old Alexander Hamilton School, uh, which is across the street from St. Edwards, the city was divesting of it. It sits on five acres. Uh, famous alumni include Kurt Schmoke, uh, who went 
Uh, New Alexander. owner of the Orioles. Orioles. How about Have that? Have to get Smoke. Yeah, know? so that's great. He, he went there um, and, and so many others. But what we did was we had this idea. If we're able to work with uh, families from when the time a mom is pregnant uh, to a senior is at advanced age and needs other services, at one place uh, we can make a difference in the community and we can break the cycle of intergenerational poverty. So what we're doing is we're redeveloping the Alexander Hamilton site into an intergenerational engagement center. This center is going to have three elements, an early learning center, which will serve pregnant mothers, and it'll be two infant classrooms, two toddler classrooms, five three- and four-year-old classrooms, after-school programming for, for older children as well. There's going to be a recreation center. And being a West Baltimore guy, I really love this. We want a recreation center that's appealing to everybody. So obviously, there's a grade school gym in there. There'll be program for the arts and dance and turf. But we're building a West Baltimore dome. And I'm calling it the Superdome to rival the Johnston Square Dome, which will be attractive to everybody to come over. So play ball. Play ball. So William Wells ran the one on the east side. I went over like a summer ago. We're sitting out there in a bleacher having a Coca-Cola. I said, Mr. Wells, I said, you know, we, I know West Baltimore is better than East Baltimore. And I can't believe that best West Baltimore has been deprived of this covered dome all these years. Uh, as a kid, I was telling him when I played BNBL, and you were saying you didn't know much about West Baltimore. I didn't even know East Baltimore existed to the eighth grade until I went over to Johnston Square. So it'll have, this rec center will have a dome, um, which will be used for hoops and and other sports, but also be used for, for movie nights and other things as well. When's this going to happen? What, so what? we break ground in February. Okay. And then it, uh, it'll open. This is February. Yeah, it'll break down in two weeks. Right now, all right. Yeah, we're doing starting demo in a couple weeks, February 19th to be exact. And it'll open the summer of 25. The other important thing is there's a 200-unit senior building right next to it. So the community center will have a dining program for seniors. There'll be a pantry, workforce development, health services. And we've talked to the community about what kind of program do you want to have that allow you to connect and engage with kids. So it'll be things like a chess club somebody wants to do. They want to do a game night. They want some of the seniors in a building want to learn how to use the apps on their phone. So something that the kids could use that, to help the seniors as well. Kids can teach the seniors. Kids teaching the seniors. So this is an exciting project that we're undertaking that's going to make that neighborhood in West Baltimore, you know, even more vibrant than it is today. And and hopefully it can be replicated. Community's so important, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know, just I think about where I grew up over in Colgate. It, it's now everybody there looks like me. Everybody's Hispanic. I was the only Hispanic kid in the neighborhood adopted. Um, and how the communities change and people come together. But I grew up in this really tight-knit community where I still know all these people from my neighborhood and little leagues and the gym. And my dad, you know, was a, was a baseball coach and umpire and just involved in the rec council. You yep. know what I mean? Keep the kids out of trouble, right? Amen. Right? I mean, summer camp, we, you know, every day we went up to the elementary school, even when we didn't have school, and the, the, the rec center was open. The, we played chess checkers, games, hopscotch, stickball, baseball, basketball, dodgeball, all of that. 
Right? You're making me a kid again, Bill. People coming together, man. Well, it turned out all right for me. Bill McCarthy's here. He is Catholic Charities. Um, how many years at the bank for you? It was SunTrust, correct? SunTrust Bank, yeah. Gosh, I was there for 12 years before that and First National before that. Well, so. my, my mother banked at SunTrust at the oh, end good. of her life. So. Yeah. Right next to the giant over on Mayor Boulevard. No <laughs> yeah, you go. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Wise Markets. People have been bringing uh, wise stuff here. I got wise lasagna I've been showing off. Um, I was inspired by Jamie Costello and the MAR people. Uh, my wife and I went to get groceries at the Wise at Utawood over in Thanksgiving time. It was 6 o'clock at night, and I saw Jamie Costello and his tents in the parking lot. I'm like, what are they doing over there? And I went over there. They were doing it for the food bank. And I don't know. I just got a weird thing about what I was going to do Radio Row week, Super Bowl week. I thought the Ravens could be in the game, and this would be a big purple pep rally. But uh, it is a cup of Super Bowl. We're calling it Crab Cake Row. We're at Fadley's right now in Lexington Market. We're going to be at Costas on Tuesday, Coco's on Wednesday, uh, Thursday at State Fair in your side of town, the west side, Catonsville. And then Friday, we're north up in uh, at Pappas in Cockeysville. Come by, bring stuff for the Maryland Food Bank. You know the drill. Bring canned goods, bring dry goods, stuff that people can use, stuff that's in your pantry, don't bring me any old stuff. Don't bring me any expired stuff now. Uh, but come on out. Uh, help us out. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery. Bill McCarthy's getting a 10 times the cash ticket here. Uh, Roz and, and John Martin, these are shiny and fresh. Our friends at Window Nation, 866-90Nation, as well as Jiffy Lube, MultiCare. All of our sponsors have put this thing together. Uh, they're all participating. Leonard Raskin, uh, Will, was sh- uh, this is Leonard Raskin's crab mallet. I can use this here at Fadley's, but it has a beer opener on the it's other awesome. side of it. It's right. So this is patented. Leonard is right now on his 30th wedding anniversary in Walea right now. So he's not worried about me. He's having poi, probably. <laughs> uh, some delicious fresh pineapple. Uh, but Raskin Global is also a big part of what we're doing around here. So uh, if you are around this week and you can't make it today, you're listening on AM 1570. You're out on our live stream. All of the videos will be up at Baltimore Positive. All the audio will be up as well. And if you just heard Bill and you hear him again in a month, it's because I'm replaying this stuff because it's important. Uh, I haven't eaten anything. I haven't drank anything. It's a good thing the bathroom's up. Live radio Whose idea was this, Bill McCarthy? <laughs> Whose idea was this to do live radio? <laughs> the hell am I doing here? I used to tape this stuff. Um, Catholic Charities, cc-md.org. cc-md.org. Simple enough. All right. Thank you. West Baltimore, there he All is. All right. Thank you. Don't say I'm not diverse. I let the people from West Baltimore on the show, too. Okay. Even though I had never been out the West Door at Packer Street, I always came through the Lexington Market. <laughs> We're still at the old market. We'll be at the new market soon enough. If you see the uh, beautiful um, uh, mural on the wall there, that is in front of, I'm calling it a beer garden. They're going to call it a crab cake garden, maybe an oyster garden. But the new phase is going to have outdoor space. It's getting built out. It's really close. I was over there. All the lights are there. All the signs are missing in here. It's the first time I've been in here. Where Well, they do have the raccoon and muskrat sign here on the... Yeah, but Damie tells me that's going over. Haven't you eaten raccoon and muskrat? No, Damie tried to convince me to do it. Will has. I haven't tried it yet. Will was talking about the raccoons. Dude, I got raccoons right out in front of my, my... My cat gets in my lap every day. Middle of the night, she looks out the window, and the raccoons are at the bird feeder. We call them pandas. Now, well, I got to take a break. We'll talk raccoons later. Okay. <laughs> That'll keep people hanging on. I'm doing live radio. We had a conversation here, and I'm trying to make everything work. I got this roadie. It's crazy. And the next thing I know, I'm trying to get Bill organized, give out lottery tickets, and we start talking about the difference between eating raccoon... And eat muskrat. Muskrat, yep. It's not even lunchtime. I haven't even had a crab cake yet. So 
a little different down here, Faithies. I'll tell you, um, you know, got to get Bill Devine down here as well. Bill McCarthy, Catholic Charity, first time on a program. Yes. I appreciate you coming by, man. I appreciate man. you having me. Always a pleasure, right. man. Bill McCarthy, Catholic Charity, cc-md.org. Maryland Lottery, Window Nation, Jiffy Lou, putting it all together. We're at Faithies. It is Crab Cake Row because they won't let me go to Las Vegas. I don't want to be there anyway. It's 50 degrees, but football team's not in. Nothing better than West Baltimore. Crab Cake Row's the place to be in a cup of Super Bowl. Get on down here to Fadley's and say hello. Stay with us. We are WNSD, AM 1570, Towson, Baltimore, and we never stop talking charity, community, local, Baltimore positive. Stay with us.